In the beginning, there was darkness. A void waiting to be filled with the echoes of destiny. From the depths of time, legends emerged. Heroes forged in the fires of adversity, their stories etched in the fabric of eternity. Through the sands of ancient deserts, across the vast expanse of galaxies, and amidst the tumultuous waves of the ocean, their journeys began. But amidst the chaos, there arose a whisper, a call to action, a beacon of hope. Now, as the world holds its breath, a new tale unfolds, a story of courage, of triumph against all odds. Join us as we delve into the depths of imagination, as we embark on a journey beyond the realms of possibility. For in every tale lies a lesson, in every legend a truth waiting to be discovered. This is not just a podcast. This is an odyssey, a quest for knowledge, a quest for inspiration, a quest for the very essence of what it means to be human. Welcome, dear listeners, to a world of infinite possibilities. Welcome, dear listeners, to the True Life Podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the True Life Podcast. I hope you understand how much of a miracle we have right here. We've had some technical difficulties, but I have the one and only Dr. Sophia Edwards-Bennett, who's written an incredible book. And I'm not just saying that because it's an incredible book, but I promise you, if you take the time to read it, you will understand the pose and the poetry and the message that comes with it. Without any further ado, the path to soul immunity, soul currency for life with the big C. Dr. Sophia Edwards-Bennett, thank you for being here today. How are you? Thank you for having me, George. It is indeed my pleasure. And I love, I love your enthusiasm. It is contagious. It is contagious. <laughs> and thanks for the compliments. Thanks for the compliments. It really does mean uh, that I am synchronized with my soul and my spirit. So my spirit feeds my soul. So there's the big capital S spirit that feeds the common S spirit that's within me. And then of course that transmits to my soul. So if I am in synchrony with all the aforementioned then connecting to my mission and to my purpose, then it will actually touch the lives that it was meant to touch because we are all born with the purpose already placed inside us. It's needs to be sometimes activated though. And so when I when I discuss my experiences, so the first half of my book, I talk about my my experience, the adversities I faced. And I do believe that when we are when we are blessed or we are the gifts that we that have been deposited within us that need to be unveiled or purpose or a mission it needs to be triggered there needs to be a stimuli there needs to be a catalyst and sometimes unfortunately that's adversity and that's the that was the case for me but 
when we experience such adversities, it is not just a lesson for us to build our soul and unity, to gain our soul currency, but it is to disseminate to others so that they can apply it and also recognize their own path, right? Because as I see in the book, our path is ours and ours alone. Your path is yours and yours alone. Mine is mine and mine alone. Your path, my friends, cannot be cloned. But we can use we can use others' experience to then excavate and unveil the lessons from our own. And we can use the strength that others have gained and their experience to 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 inform our response, right? To help to dictate our response to our own adversities. So that's so well said. So, uh, were you born with this gift of using your linguistic abilities to paint pictures for people? Like, how do you, how do you do this? Oh, that's, uh, that's, uh, okay. So, uh, my melanin does not allow you to see that I'm blushing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a gift. It's so beautiful. Thank you so much. Well, all good gifts come from above, but as I said, when you have a gift, sometimes it needs to be activated. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you that I was equipped somewhat because my mom, as, um, as I wrote in my book, my mom was a teacher. And interestingly enough, she, uh, she really fostered, instilled in us, all three of us, uh, my brothers, uh, Teddy, and Gary and myself, the love for, for words. Um, so when we would sit around the dinner table, right, we, 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 we had to recite five synonyms for any word that she would just, um, she, she would quiz us around the dinner table and she would say, okay, what name five synonyms. It didn't have to be, you know, it doesn't have to be, complex words, but she wanted us to think about not only the synonyms, but also how they can be used in different contexts. Because even though words are synonyms, right, there is a certain synonym that is used in a certain context that fits perfectly, that doesn't fit in another context. And so that's, that is how that palette Right for right. words was 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 actually developed. I think uh, for sure, for sure that that is that is how. And when you when you think about how we analyze our lives, we live our lives prospectively, but we analyze retrospectively. Right. So when you're going through these experiences, when we were sitting at the dinner table. I did not foresee that I would be writing a book, right? And talking to you today, right? But but this is this is this is why it's important to to see real retrospectively analyze, not just go through life without thinking back and recognizing 
right? Why certain things were placed in your life, the the gifts or it, it, it in our armamentarium or toolbox that we need to use when we face difficult circumstances. It is only then when we analyze and we we sit in it and process that and, and let it marinate. That is actually when we recognize what we have because there's so many, there's so many people we meet with so many gifts and they don't recognize it. Just like I mentioned with my patients, they don't see the courage. Mm. They don't see the strength, the tenacity that they have, right? We don't see ourselves. That's why we need a mirror, right? And so they need us to inform them of what they have that they can't see. And then they can use that as a baseline moving forward once they complete the course of radiation to inform their decisions thereafter, to dictate how they sit in it and what they can glean from the experience. I tell my patients not to try to forget the experience, but unveil, excavate, completely just glean everything they can from the experience, all the soul currencies, because they will learn so much more about themselves from the adversities. And that's why I juxtapose my life with the uh, my cancer patients so that they can see how it's different, but somewhat um, akin and, 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 and at times intertwined. Wow, it's it's really well said. I I am actually one of those people who say, "Why me? Why me?" Like I've had some of those traumas. So thank you. Why me? That's like the siren call to see the gift in front of you, right? Yes, yes. Why me? And the thing, you know, the do you know that I wrote that prose? That was the last prose I wrote. I wrote the book, and I did not feel. I I did. I wasn't released. I don't know if you if you know what I mean. I couldn't release myself to publish the book. <laughs> and I woke up, I usually do around 2 a.m. in the morning. This is when my light bulb moments, mm -hmm. you know, I, I mean, I usually have these light bulb moments at 2 a.m., 3 a.m. in the morning. And I woke up and I and 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 I started writing about, you know, you know, because the thing is when the, the message that I wanted to convey, it was all there, but how, how do we then, it, it, I wanted a culmination of, of the message. And I think that why me, the prose why me says it perfectly and no self-approbation here because really I I'm always inspired by him with a capital H. And so when I wrote Why Me, I thought about all the experiences that I've been through, all the experiences that others that we know of, right? We know of so many people who have been through adversities. And we know, as you so 
astutely stated, that question is always, why me? I know I asked myself that question when I lost my mom at the age of 13. Why me? You know, why would you do this? Why, you know, you ask him, you ask, you ask yourself, and there is no immediate response, right? But again, retrospective analysis is the key because at the end of that, the question then is, why not me? Why not you? Because when you go through, you see, it means that you are at the other end now. Going through means mm -hmm. that you're going from one end to the next. And when you go through and you get to that point and you're still standing, it means that you were the perfect person to experience what you did. And as long as you package, package, package every single currency, soul currency, lessons, the gems, the pearls of wisdom that you gained from going through, looking at yourself, realizing that I walked through this. I walked through this and I'm still standing. Now that is when you gain the real perspective of who you are, why you went through what you went through, and how you can now stand, stand in the moment in who you are, recognize who you are in this world and who you represent. And you see yourself through a different pair of lens. You see yourself through a different prism of perspective that is completely enlightening and certainly empowering. <laughs> I was born with a thorn in my side, a messenger from Satan to torment me. I heard a voice cry out to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for in weakness uh, my power is made perfect. Ah, <laughs> ah, you're speaking my language. We're not gonna speak in tongues here, are we? Oh my God. You know, but, but, but see, 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 but without a vision, the people perish. That reminds me of that scripture, right? Uh, I would have fainted lest I believe in seeing the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living, right? And so the thing is, the thing is, my mom gave us this vision. I mean, I, I could not write everything, right. every, every experience I had with my mom. I couldn't compose in, in this book. I had to choose, you know, what, what, what I thought was more, you, you know, just would be, uh, would convey uh, the, 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 the attributes that she instilled in us. And before she passed, she informed us of this vision that she was given by God about our future. And we thought she was absolutely crazy. We thought, how could you possibly think that we will not have you in this world anymore? How can we move on? How will we possibly get there but she assured us 
And so in those deep, dark moments in the pit of despair, vision lifts you, vision guides you, and he reminds you. That is why that scripture is so perfect. Without a vision, the people perish. You perish without a vision. And that is what I try to convey to my patients mm -hmm. to see what I see in them. Because that is in itself a vision to see what you see about your life, what you cherish about your life, what you see about the legacy that you have built with your family and the will, how you can will that legacy if you are if if you are approaching the end of life, just the things that you can actually, the tangibles and the intangibles that I don't think we recognize because we don't sit in the moment and we don't let we don't we don't actually uh, we don't go through you know the fermentation you know we don't go through the actual processing and the filtering the distillation we don't go through all of that until we actually have the we, we produce the purity of the lessons and, and the wisdom you know we don't and so and, and so we lose a lot from uh you know we lose a lot if we don't do that it seems that it, it must be both a gift and incredibly difficult to sit with people that are on this journey towards the end of their life. And it seems like you do it a lot. Like you provide a lot of hope for people. You provide a lot of insight for people. Is it is it both rewarding and difficult? It is. It is definitely rewarding and difficult mm. uh, because in order to provide that level of insight and in order to dig in, in order to understand and convey hope to patients, it means that I need to immerse myself mm. in the experience as well. And so that is difficult, right? Mm -hmm. But I do not believe that I have a choice. Um, I, I wasn't meant to have a choice. That is why I was equipped with the experiences aforementioned to do just this, mm. right? And as you read in the book, you'll see that the path, I could not, I could not have fathomed, I could not have planned it any better, right? <laughs> that is why his plan yep. is the best plan mm. ever. And mm. I, I, you could literally think of 10 steps, 12 steps after A, tomorrow I'll do this. Next year, you could have a five-year plan and a 10-year plan. And it seems perfect. But the way he designed my life, it was divinely ordained. And there is no question in my mind. I never question, even with the adversities, I never question that he is absolutely real because there's no one else who could have written this story. We are a written epistle. We are a walking epistle. He's Alpha and Omega. He knows, he knows, he knows when he places you in that 
in that in the adversity when he he's walking through it with you he is very aware of what he placed in you when he sends you on this earth so he is he knows you're capable and he knows that as you so clearly stated that you cannot do it on your own and that is the key he wants you to depend on him because his strength is made perfect in our weakness and when we discover that because that is the lesson right when you discover that it sets you free as the, as the scripture says you shall know the truth that's the truth the truth of it is that we really can walk by faith and not by optical vision. We really can. And that is what I try to convey to my patients that it is not just about the treatment. It, and, 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 and we are equipped with the knowledge to treat patients, but the problem is that if we are not addressing the psychological um, venom, you know, what I call the invisible tumors that are growing along with the physical tumor, then what happens is that it, it, it's like a, a wound it, it, that, that festers and becomes an abscess. If we don't start treating and addressing the psychological toxicity from the beginning, then at the end, it may be an abscess, which then requires a more invasive procedure. So why not infiltrate the mind? right? Why not infiltrate the mind at the beginning of the process so that we can then apply what I've, I've coined his lab, which is, you know, hope and the reclamation of identity, the reaffirmation of self-worth, and the lamp is, of course, the reappraisal of life, the A, requited admiration, I admire my patients, uh, they admire me, but I admire them just the same, and they need to know that, M, rehabilitation of the mind, P, reignition of purpose. You would be surprised at how many patients have actually uh, well, um, I, I'm 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 blown away mm. when my patients complete treatment, and I can I, I'll just use this example, um, this anecdotal experience. Very recent, yeah, actually, I had a patient. She completed treatment, and usually I have this whole graduation ceremony, mm. and I'm sure to you know I I instruct them to 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 sit in the experience i don't want because the problem is as as human beings we want to forget uh any painful experience we we we, we don't want to process it we just want to move on and it's fine to move on but the problem with that is that we don't gain the soul currency and we don't learn anything about ourselves. So I, I'm, I counsel them through the treatment, but also after. And, you know, we have this big graduation ceremony where I present them with their certificates and then I explain to them how strong they really are just to walk through this treatment every day. Some of my patients are being treated, George, for nine mm -hmm. weeks. And I see them every week, right? 
But they, they, to imagine how difficult life can be with all the responsibilities, et cetera, and then adding can, a cancer diagnosis and adding mm. waking up every morning, realizing, oh, that wasn't a dream. It's actually reality because, you know, we do have those dreams and we wake yeah. up and we're thankful. Oh, thank God that was a dream. But for them, it's not. It's not, George. And so, but they, every single day, they make the decision to get up and travel for treatment every day, Monday through Friday, sometimes nine weeks. I don't think that if they're not told how much courage that actually takes, because they see they're going through the motions. There's there it sometimes for them it's an out-of-body experience. Mm -hmm. I don't think they're really thinking about it. They're really just, you know, well, I was told I need to be here and so I'm here, but someone needs to let them know how we see them. You know, when I wrote that post, I see you, right? They need to know because they cannot evaluate what they have actually developed within them, what they have discovered about themselves going through that. They don't know. They literally don't know. And I had a patient this past week. She, I, 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 it was so profound. She, she said, she said, she, she, she said to me, she said, Dr. E.B., I feel strong. I didn't know I was strong. I, I don't know. I just, I've, all my life, I've thought there's no way that I could actually handle breast cancer. And when I was diagnosed, I called everyone I knew, you know, uh, who, who had experienced it. And this is what she was conveying to me. And, uh, and I said, uh, uh, and, and how, you know, did, was that helpful? And she said it was helpful initially, but then she realized that this was, you know, this was her own experience. As I said, you, you cannot clone it. But when she, we, as, as I told you, I implement his lamp, which is, as you know, it's, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and the light onto my path. And so I implement his lamp uh, during the course of my patient's treatment. And at the end, she stated, she said, you know, I actually just, just processing every, all the elements of his lab, she's realized that she is stronger than she thought she was. And that's just a revelation that's, you know, from the oxymorons of life, you know, my channel, revelation from the oxymorons of life. The things that are revealed about us, right? And you know that scripture so well, right? The glory that will be revealed cannot compare. <laughs> it does not compare, but we have to go through it. We have to go through it. And when I see them in follow-up, there is something about them, something about them. You can, you can see it in their eyes that their perspective about life about the value of a second, a minute, the moment, 
everything about life. Their perspective has changed. They're stronger. They are more aware. There's so many intangibles that they display. And I'm always so proud of them. And we talk because even in follow-up, we talk about the the big C reattitudes, his land. And Mm -hmm. we talk about their experiences. We talk about how their family members see them. We talk about how they're employing these, that the sole currencies that they've learned in their everyday life. And so it is, it's just amazing to see them walk through it. it it's it's you know when it's it's similar to when you have children and you see them grow up yeah. right and you go I mean I'm positive that you know I actually produced you but 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 it's still amazing to just see you develop into this person you know this whole being you know, with all these attributes that are so admirable and, and I'm really always so proud of them. They they teach me. I, I, I learn so much from my patients. And 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 I I, I definitely uh, I tell them that literally, I mean I repeat myself constantly. I see I learned so much from them because I realized that whenever whenever they think they can't whenever you think that there is a mountain that you cannot overcome there is a valley too deep right that somehow you cannot you cannot climb out of there is always 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 a path that you can't see with the naked eye but if you just take one step at a time, just like my patients do every day for treatment, right? Until the end, just they, all they do is they wake up and they make the decision that they will, they will come for treatment every day. They will present for treatment. That's all they do, one step. But those are huge steps and they are so absolutely incredible amazing people and and that's the message i wanted to convey in the book about how they need to be perceived not only by themselves but by others and their family members because they need to be portrayed in a way that they understand who they are uh, I don't know if you know Claire um, Babineau. She is the CEO of uh, of Feeding America, and she was diagnosed with breast cancer. She's it's it's um it's it's clearly stated on her website. So it's not you know I'm not sharing information that you know and, and, and I she was not my patient at all, but it's clearly stated on her website. And she was a Walmart mogul. I mean she was. Uh, uh, you know, extremely successful. And when she was diagnosed, uh, she and she completed treatment, she revisited her true love, her true passion, and realized that she really wanted to, not that she wasn't living a meaningful life, but you love this. She wasn't living her true life. Mm. Yep. She wasn't living her true life. And so that was the reignition of purpose, 
right? So that's, she, she gleaned the lesson she needed from that experience. And if it had not been for that experience, she would have never, she would have never taken stock. Mm. She would have never evaluated, right? Her life. Yeah. There was, there's this incredible, phenomenal, beautiful artist that wrote this piece. Maybe you'll know who it is. Purpose, primed by passion, is the sweet nectar that neutralizes the bitter state of rejection. <laughs> <laughs> it's so beautiful. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, oh, thank, that's, that's, I, I, you know, it's interesting because I, I, as, as I said, I really, words are sweet. You know, when, 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 you know, words are sweet, words have a taste, words have a taste, words, words give color to, 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 to context, right? Words, oh, oh my gosh. I, I, I cannot tell you how much I appreciate the fact that you appreciate <laughs> <laughs> words and the way that, uh, you know, that it is, well, th the way that it's placed, the meaning, you, you clearly, you clearly understand. And it, it's, I'm very meticulous about that, but I can tell you that when I speak with my husband, because my husband has read my book and he, he says, he says, well, you know, it, it, I think you probably need to read this prose in particular, maybe five times to really understand. So I'll write a prose, some, and, and I write prose and that, that are not in my book, right. That are not published. And I'll ask him, do you know what I am trying to convey here? Right. And and uh, he'll, you know, he'll read it, say, well, um, I think this is what you're trying to convey. And, but there are nuances that you would probably recognize and, and I'll explain it to him and he'll say, oh, well, I didn't really think about it that way. But now that you've explained it to me, you know, he's now, you know, it's, sure. it's now, he's now enlightened and it illuminates everything for him. But, but I, 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 I have to say, George, that this, I, I was, I was led by, by him, by, by the spirit, because to be honest with you, as I mentioned, it was, it was a soul demand. And what I mean by that is a soul demand was placed on me. It was a demand for my inner man to express what he deposited. But it was also a soul demand from others because their soul demands that wisdom and knowledge that I gained. So I felt the demand, the tug on my soul, right? And so when I was writing the book, I was actually, to be honest, I would read a prose after and I would say to my husband, I, I didn't write that. I didn't write that. I was honestly, George, and I, and I know you, you, I know you understand, you know, I, I was, there are certain times 
when he speaks to you in a way that you know that it's not you. It's a, it's a divine download. Yeah. It's a divine download. And that's exactly what it was. Honestly, when 2 a.m. And, and as I told you, 2, 3 a.m. in the morning, divine downloads. And, and I really truly mean that. And I always, I always state that I cannot take full credit because he really, he really downloaded those that message and so i i i could not this this book is not for any other reason but to obey his command i am being obedient it, it's it's about being obedient to his command yes yeah there's there's i almost don't have words for it it's i think the fact that you spend so much time seeing the profound changes and not only seeing the profound changes, but helping the families of the people see the people they love as heroes instead of victims, you know, see like, look yeah. at this transformation they're going through, like yes. fundamentally changing the perspective of the entire family unit, extended family, even extended, extended yes. family. Like that's such yeah. a profound thing. I love you for that. That's so beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you. That's that that was one of the one of the goals. So, so they could see they could see themselves that way, but their family members and yeah. and and even and then it will touch others. So, you know, what my mom taught me was that, you know, there are tentacles, right? Or if we think of a tree, you know, first we need to the roots need to be deep. So the foundation, right? Once you have that strong foundation, then the tree grows and then you have branches, right? And then you have those small branches stemming from the larger branches. And so if you have this huge tree with then many branches from branches, then what happens is that if we think of that um, in terms of the lives we touch, right? we may not even know the people we are touching because we we have touched this patient this family member and then they go on to to touch someone else by applying the same soul currencies and in so doing you're fulfilling your purpose because he knows exactly who we're connected to even though we don't because we are all connected we are all connected, right? And so it, it's it's that that was really the goal, and I'm and I'm so happy that you actually recognize that, and I'm certainly hoping that anyone who reads the book will gain that message as well, because those I'm telling you, those patients they are heroes indeed. They're my heroes. <laughs> they are incredible human beings facing mortality. Is one of the most. I mean, imagine. Imagine, even imagine, you know, we, we're not, you know, we know, we know we're mortal beings, George, but we don't wake up every morning considering that. Do, do you see what I'm saying? We don't yeah. wake up. We have plans. We make plans, right? And so just that sudden unexpected change, right? That unexpected detour, 
it's it 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 is i there there are no words to describe how devastating that can be and yet and yet they are still standing with all of that strength and we I am honored to get to see Mm. that every single, every single day. So I'm the one who's blessed. (laughs) I'm blessed. You know, I'm blessed. I really am. And and, and, I lose patience and it's really sad and, and, and the family members. So that's, you know, it, it, it just breaks your heart. You know, I know I did everything I could and I know I prayed with them and I and I know that hopefully the family members will will have, you know, gained some of the legacy. And as I say in the book, they can will, right? They can will the lessons that they learned. And I I, I always discuss that with my patients, especially my patients who are end of life. Um, I definitely discuss that with them. And so I, I think I think it's difficult, but also to touch people's lives in that manner, I am humbled because to be chosen to do that and to be equipped to do that. I don't know why he chose me, but I thank God he did. <laughs> I thank God he did. I really do. I really do. Yeah, I really do. I, I, I know you have to go talk to your daughter. I'm so I don't. I don't want to let you go. I know, but you know what? I'll, you you have to come back at some point in time. This is. For, for those just, just tuning in right now, the book is called The Path to Soul Immunity, Soul Currency for Life in the Big Sea with Dr. Evie. Just this term soul currency is life-changing. I've never thought about the, everything that I'm going through is soul currency. It's, it's soul it's currency. What, yeah. Can you just tell us, how did you come up with that, I, that concept of soul currency? Mm-hmm. Interesting. So uh, – I can't take credit for that, actually. So I was discussing um, the story about Joseph um, being thrown in the pit by his brothers and then um, going to Potiphar's house and then, of course, to prison and then back, you know, and then you know the whole story. I was explaining that to my sister-in-law, Kim who died, and I wrote about her in my book. And she didn't grow up in church, right? But she lived with us. We finally convinced her to to, um, move from New York uh, to live with us. So she was living with us for about two years before she died. And so I saw her a lot. So I would, you know, spend some time in her room. And as I stated, she is the one who created all my designs. My Revoxa life here, this is this is all hers, her yeah. design. This this is how God works. This is how God works, right? Um uh and uh I was I was uh you know, discussing uh, the the story about Joseph with her, and I, I and then I discussed uh, Moses, and I was uh, explaining to her that the answer to your prayers, you know, is not necessarily directly to you. Uh, he answers your prayers by sending someone else. So here they are praying 
to God and God is somewhere else speaking to the answer. Right. You right. know, and so and so and so we, we need to recognize that because because when I, I, I explained to her that when because I, I, I juxtaposed the story of Moses and, and Joseph because he you know, there were adversities in, in Joseph's life. And then, you know, the Israelites were crying and praying and they didn't think God was answering them, but he was he was speaking to someone else about the answer. And I was explaining to her that when it seems as if he's doing nothing, mm. he's still doing something. <laughs> so whenever we think there's nothing moving, if if there's nothing happening, he's doing something. And when he's when he's doing something, he's doing something. And when it, there when it's nothing, it's still something. <laughs> it's still something, right? Because he's too strategic, right? He suits, nothing can be taken for granted with him. So I was explaining that to her. And, and we, had, we had really, really deep conversations. And one day she, she said to me, she said, hmm, that's soul currency. <laughs> that's what she said. And that's, and that's how, and that's, that's the reason I named the book as such. And when she, before she passed, I actually, she designed the cover and, uh, and I, uh, the publishers uh, at um, Success Network and Celebrity Press, they, they uh, allowed me to, to, uh, to print the cover so that I could presented to her before she passed. So she saw, she saw it and she smiled and she said, Oh, I, I cannot tell you how happy I am. She was so happy. And I'm so happy that I showed it to her before she passed. But yes, she's the one who, yes, I can't take credit for that. She said, she said, that's so currency. And she was very gifted. I mean, the 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 colors and Revoxa life. The whole design, when I explained uh, that I I wanted my brand to be, you know, the, 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 the channel, and she encouraged me to actually, I, I'm not a social media person at all, <laughs> and she, she's been doing it for years, for years. So, Sophia, you, you, every time I talk to you, you have, and you write all these prose and you need to share them and she's the one who encouraged me i mean i've been i've been writing prose i've been and i just discuss it with my family you know and she really appreciated them but she had this gift so she uh what she saw this dress peach and um green uh teal and white and this is how she thinks in 3D. So she saw this dress and she de she designed this from the dress. She saw a dress, a dress, <laughs> a dress. But, but, but that's the thing, right? So, and then the circle, the revoxa life, when I explained revelations from the oxymorons of life, she looked at me and she says, mm, mm, I know exactly, I, I, I'm looking at this circle. And I know exactly how I want to present this, but 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 she's my husband's sister. 
there are no words to express just just how great and astounding I mean, he is i mean he as the, as the body says his thoughts are so much higher is there are no words as much as we think our vocabulary is strong and you know you appreciate that when there are no words there are no words for him to i mean he knew that <laughs> he even knew that <laughs> It's incredible. How can we not believe, George? <laughs> Honestly, how can we not believe? How can we not believe? Which is why I'm always so adamant about, you know, when my patients at end of life, they're, they are always receptive to prayer. So my question is always, then if we're receptive then, that means we can infuse prayer and spirituality during the course of treatment. Why do we need to wait? We don't have to wait. We don't. We absolutely don't. And they're always receptive. And so when we talk about multimodality treatment, this is a part of the treatment too. And the peace that he gives, I would be selfish and if I did not convey how I, how I came through, right? You know, he brought me through. If I did not share that, the peace that passes all understanding that my patients actually need, if I don't share that, then I'm sorry. If, if that's the only thing I do in this life, if that's the only thing I do, then I fulfilled my purpose just by sharing what he gives, right? Because it all goes back to him. All roads lead to him. That's It's beautiful. <laughs> I'm at a loss for words, Dr. Evie. It's, it's so beautiful. I think... It's address to address. You know what I mean? Like address to someone who addresses the world. You know what I mean? It's kind of interesting to think about. Oh, I, thank you. Oh, I, I would want to just talk to you just in general because, <laughs> you know, the play on words. I, I know. I just, you know, oh, it's just, oh, you just, oh, oh. And my husband, he he just thinks I'm, I'm when I talk to my kids, you know, they they just think uh, I'm I'm a bit you know nerdy, but um, uh, I just think, and of course you can tell I have logaria, right? It's in <laughs> verbal diarrhea. <laughs> I just keep talking and talking, but honestly, um, it, it's it's I really appreciate the fact that you actually have dissected the book in such a way uh, that I, I love the fact that you appreciate it so much because I, think a lot I, of people I worry will. about, you know, everyone actually understanding, but the thing, understanding what I'm trying to convey, but I have to be who I am mm. and convey it in the manner that is right. It, I have to be genuine. I have to be authentic. This is the way I think. And as I said, 
you know, I, I it was a divine download as well. So I have to say it the way that he gave, that he deposited in me. I have to convey it in that same manner. So, but I really do appreciate the fact that you do. And I really hope yeah. it will bless so, so many, so many, so many, so many patients, yeah. family members, and, and anyone who needs to hear those words and answer the question, why me? It's beautiful. And it can be read in so many ways. You could reach, you could read a few lines of each poem and be fulfilled for a while. You could read the whole poem. You can read the whole book or you can go back. And I think it's one of those books that you can go back and read, or you'll be triggered from time to time to be remembered of a certain line, but it's, 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 it's beautiful. I'm going to tell everybody I know. I'm going to buy extra copies. I'm going to give them to people. Oh, I recommend Jesus. everybody do it. It's a beautiful book. It should be, everybody oh. should have one on their coffee table. So, oh, thank you so yeah. much, George. I so appreciate it. I okay, so I, appreciate it. I, I hope that you have a fantastic, beautiful, incredible, gorgeous evening with your family. And I hope they know how lucky they are. And I hope you realize how many people you're helping right now. And I am truly thankful to get to speak to you. And I know you got to go. So I will, I will let you go. But before I let you go, where can people find you? Where can they find your book? And what do you got coming up? Uh, so, uh, well, I'm not supposed to reveal what I have coming up okay. right now, but I'll say, I'll say that, uh, you can find me. My website is mydoctoreb.com. Uh, That's pretty easy, mydoctoreb. And again, Kim was the one who actually <laughs> decided um, my, you know, my brand, mydoctoreb, because she thought, she said, you know, all your patients want to own you. So they say mydoctoreb. <laughs> so we should, that should be mydoctoreb. So mydoctoreb.com. And of course, uh, I have a channel with Oxalife, Revelations for the Oxymorons of Life. My book can be found anywhere where books are sold, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, etc. So, yeah. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I hope that you thoroughly enjoyed this Course in Miracles as much as I did. And mm -hmm. I will speak to you soon. And um, that's all we got for today. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for your time. And Dr. Sophia, th thank you for your time. I really, really appreciate it. Hang on one sec. I'm going to talk to you, but I'm going to close this out on the, on the recording. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Aloha, everyone. Thanks for taking a moment to hang out with me in the True Life Podcast. I truly appreciate it. If you're taking some time to listen to this, whether it's your first podcast with me or you've been with me the whole way, I truly want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Additionally, I would like to try to inspire everyone. The world is a crazy place. And if you listen to your heart and you take some chances, I really think the world will unfold in front of you in ways you can't imagine. I've been doing the podcast for about five years. Last year, I decided to take the plunge. Well, circumstances dictated that I took the plunge. And I did. I've begun working on the podcast full-time for almost a year now. And it's been so rewarding to me that... I just want to try and inspire other people. If you have a dream, if you have a vision, follow the voice in your heart. Listen to the song on the wind and embrace the challenge. I think you're strong enough, you're smart enough, and you're good enough to make your dreams come true. But you have to believe in them. And I truly believe wholeheartedly that if you take a chance, a real chance on what is possible, then your dreams will unfold in front of you. Uncertainty can be a monster. It can be something that we run away from. 
But much like fear, if you stand in front of it, it's not that big of a problem. I know everyone listening to this has a dream and a vision, and I hope you all conquer it. And I want you to know it's possible. Take baby steps and move towards it, and you will get closer to it. Your relationships will be better. Your life will be better. And you know what? You deserve it. You're an amazing person. If you get a moment, go down to the show notes. If you can, support the show. Thank you so much for being here. Now let's get to it.